Hi, I'm Tracy Dean with the U.S. Army Combat Capabilities Development Command's Army Research Laboratory. Welcome to What We Learned Today, a podcast where we talk with Army scientists and engineers about the science and technology that will modernize the United States Army and make our soldiers stronger and safer. Today, I spoke with Dr. Yung Shang Chen, more fondly referred to as Jesse, who is a senior research scientist for soldier performance and socio-technical systems. She joined the lab's human research and engineering directorate in 2003 as a research psychologist. Chen serves as the Army's senior advisor on issues related to soldier performance, human-robot interaction, and human autonomy teaming. She received her PhD in Applied Experimental and Human Factor Psychology from the University of Central Florida. Chen also authored over 150 peer-reviewed articles and reports. She has received numerous awards, including the Army-wide Modeling and Simulation Award in Individual Experimentation and Best Paper Awards at prestigious conferences, such as the Army Science Conference. Jesse, welcome to What We Learned Today. Thank you very much, Tracy. It's great to be here. Great. So your focus has been in human-robot interaction, human autonomy teaming, and other key research areas. So tell me, what was the spark that ignited your passion for this field of science? Well, first of all, I'd like to talk a little bit about my background. Um, I was born and raised in Taiwan. My father was an army doctor in Chiang Kai-shek's military. He liked to talk about how he worked with the U.S. Army medical personnel and especially his trip in the 60s to San Antonio for his training at Fort Sam Houston. So I guess you can say that even when I was a little child, I was an admirer of the U.S. Army. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> so, and after college, I came to the United States for grad school. Um, I went to the University of Michigan for my master's degree in communication studies. And that's where I met my husband, a fellow grad student at Michigan. After we got married, I stayed home and took care of our sons until the younger one was old enough for preschool. At the time, my husband was a faculty member at the University of Central Florida and I asked him to bring home a copy of the UCF degree catalog. In a doctoral program called uh, Applied Experimental Human Factor Psychology caught my attention. I thought human factor psychology sounded really interesting, so I applied. Yeah. And apparently I got in. And yeah. while I was in the graduate program, I also worked for the Naval Air Warfare Center as a research assistant. After I got my PhD, I went to work for the U.S. Army Research Institute, or ARI, as a postdoc for two years. And when it was time to find a real job, I went to uh, the USAjobs.gov uh, and found a position opening of research psychologist with ARL Atrut. And that's how and when I started my career with ARL in 2003. When I first started, the HRI director at the time, Dr. Robin Kesey, thought it would benefit me to visit some of our field elements. Mm -hmm. One of the field elements I visited was um, Fort Huachuca in Arizona. And the chief of that field element, Mr. Mike Barnes, told me that he was starting a new program on human-robot interaction, or HRI, and asked whether I'd be interested in conducting research for that program. So that's how my HRI research started. I want to say that Mr. Barnes, who retired a couple of years ago, 
was a great mentor to me. Our collaboration was very fruitful and we produced several highly cited papers together. Mike had been a great mentor and he had a great impact on my career and I'm very grateful for his collaboration and mentorship. Great, great to hear that. Now with human performance, what is human supervisory control and why is that important? Let me first talk a little bit about another form of control, and that's manual control. Okay. So manual control has always been a dominant way of human-machine interaction, as we all know. You know, that's how you drive your car, you know, vacuum your floor, mow your lawn, etc. However, with the advancements in automation and artificial intelligence, increasingly machines are able to perform a lot of those tasks by themselves, autonomously. And that transformed the human-machine interaction profoundly. The human becomes a supervisor rather than an operator. And basically, all she or he needs to do is to pay attention to what's going on and intervenes when necessary. Mm-hmm. And this enables the human to pursue other tasks, but it also creates problems. We've heard about in some high-profile incidents associated with, you know, the Tesla autopilot system and yes. the Uber autonomous driving program. Yeah. yeah, a common issue among those incidents was that those human supervisors stopped paying attention after a while. And when they needed to intervene, it was too late. Okay. So, Yeah, so how do you design the human-machine interface so the human can be engaged and maintain proper situation awareness of the environment. And this has been an active research area in the human autonomy teaming research community. Thank you so much for tying that together. Your research interests include human autonomy teaming, agent transparency, and human-robot interaction. Which of these key initiatives should we be most aware of at the lab? Human-robot interaction, or HRI, and human autonomy teaming, or uh, HAT, or we call it HAT, you know, have been active research areas at ARL for many years. For example, one of uh, ARL's essential research programs is human autonomy teaming, or or HAT. Mm -hmm. ARL also has collaborative alliances with academia and industry on HRI and HAT-related efforts. Agent transparency, on the other hand, is an emerging area that has received a lot of attention lately. In fact, the EU just announced a few months ago that for high-stake AI systems, the top three requirements are transparency, traceability, and human control. Our transparency research started in 2014 when we received funding from the Office of the Secretary of Defense Autonomy Research Pilot Initiative to investigate the human factors issues related to transparency. And we created a framework called the Situation Awareness-Based Agent Transparency, or SAT, or SAT. And the SAT framework has been uh, a useful framework for half researchers, not only in the US, but also internationally, for their efforts of designing transparent interfaces to support human AI interaction. And some of these efforts are documented in a recent IEEE transactions on human machine systems special issue on agent and system transparency 
And I encourage those who are interested in this topic to check it out. So what role will social technical systems like robots and unmanned vehicles play in multi-domain operations? And how will soldier performance be impacted? Well, soldier performance will be profoundly impacted. Soldiers will work with not only the air, ground, surface, space, and cyber systems. They very likely will work with team members located elsewhere. Also warfighters from another service, and that's the joint force concept. So how do you keep everyone on the same page, maintaining shared understanding of the situation without overwhelming them with too much information? You know, this is a tremendous challenge. This is also something we have to solve ourselves instead of relying on industry and academia to solve for us, like some of the AI related problems. Of course, we can leverage research and capabilities from industry and academia, but many of the MDO specific issues have to be investigated in-house. Ideally, the services should create a joint program to tackle these challenges. I think we're getting there. I'm very hopeful. So across the Army, there are less than 50 senior research scientists, known as STs, who serve as general officer equivalents, advising leadership on science matters. What do you see as the best practice for the ST community as a whole? And what are you as a research leader doing to help make the Army of the future stronger when it comes to human autonomy teaming? A key role of the STs is serving as senior scientific advisors to not only the leadership, but also our research staff. For example, identifying research gaps and ways to improve our research efforts the STs also routinely serve as review panelists and judges for awards. On an individual level, I'm working with our colleagues in the other two services on joint research programs to advance DOD research on human autonomy teaming. In the era of MDO or multi-domain operations, this cross-service collaboration is more important than ever. I also collaborate with our international partners for example, NATO and TTCP, the Five Eyes Nations, as you noted in your introduction. These collaborations have been very fruitful and have led to joint publications and capabilities. So Jesse, what excites you most about your work? What excites me most about our work is that our research has impacts on soldier systems and effectiveness of soldier performance. One of the transitions from ARL to the next-gen combat vehicle program is a transparent interface design. The research first started years ago in our collaboration with the Air Force Research Lab under the Autonomy Research Pilot Initiative. To see that design being adopted by an Army vehicle program is extremely rewarding. This is an exciting time to be a human factors researcher working on human autonomy teaming. There's so much development in the field. And General Murray, the commanding general of the, the Army Futures Command, recently issued a statement that's called the AFC Three Things, basically the three pillars of AFC missions. And one of the pillars is soldier-centered design. To be able to contribute my knowledge and skills towards Army modernization efforts is extremely exciting. In your role as the ST for soldier performance and socio-technical systems, how well do you think we're driving the technical requirements 
for future American soldiers? I think we should strengthen uh, basic implied human factors research on human autonomy teaming and transparency, particularly in the context of multi-domain operations. That space is extremely complex. Not only the systems involved, air, ground, surface, space, and cyber, but also working across services, you know, the joint force. We need to come up with innovations to address the tremendous challenges facing our soldiers. The amount of information to process quickly and intelligence systems that they have to work with. Our research programs, such as the human autonomy teaming essential research program, tackle certain aspects of future soldier systems, but there are so many other aspects that we still need to work on. For example, multi-domain operations command and control, or MDOC2 for upper echelon commanders. Again, as I mentioned earlier, there probably ought to be some sort of cross-service program on this, since ultimately in the MDO environment, the services will work together as a joint force. So this is one of your jobs, but what else do you do at the laboratory? I'm a co-chair of the ARL fellows. I'm also involved in a working group on creating a new advisory council to advise the ARL leadership on research and other matters important to the lab, such as diversity, mentorship, and other development initiatives. Externally, I'm a working group member for two DOD communities of interest, the autonomy COI and the human systems COI. I also interact with the National Academy of Sciences Board on Human Systems Integration on behalf of ARL. And one of our current initiatives is to organize a workshop on human autonomy teaming. And it's great to work with some of those leading natural human factors experts on this topic. You're an extremely busy lady. So <laughs> Dr. Yun Sheng Shen the Army's Senior Research Scientist for Soldier Performance and Socio-Technical Systems. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. It's been a pleasure. It's a pleasure for me too. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for joining us for what we learned today. In upcoming episodes, we'll continue the discussion about the underpinning research that will build the Army of the future. Please consider liking and subscribing. Science is a journey of discovery, and we're glad you're along for the ride. For the Army Research Lab, I'm Tracy Dean.